G'day community, Lek Dog here with another Supercoach podcast flying solo today. Make sure you head to puntlife.store and check out all of the great Jock Reynolds merchandise. We've got a bunch of new shirts up, a bunch of new team-based shirts. Basically, name your team and it's there. And if it's not there, we'll put it there. Also, thank you to Telebeats for the music. This is just going to be a quick one. We've done a couple of these this year. We've just got to get something out there before the round starts. Recording this 3 o'clock on Saturday. Still don't have any teams for Sunday, making it very difficult for us. But we do know a few players that are going to be playing this round. Damon Greaves, defender Hawthorne, 123k if you need a defender, will be debuting for Hawthorne. Tomorrow, we've also got Flynn Perez, 117k defender from North Melbourne. Missed uh, all of last year. Didn't play football last year. So, unsure uh, anything about him, really. But if you need someone who's playing in defence, he's playing. He's playing today, tonight. North Melbourne take on Port Adelaide. In terms of other rookies that we can look at, we've got uh, Caden. I think it's Caden. Could be Caden. Not sure. Don't know how to pronounce his name. Coleman. Mid forward from Brisbane. He made his debut, was it last night? Time isn't. Yeah, it was last night. Gee whiz, the days are merging together. 117k player. He scored 59 super coach points. I watched the game. He had a bit of pace about him. Who knows if he gets named next week, but at the moment, he's the best we've got in terms of forward uh, mid. Rookies, also for people looking for absolute bargain basement prices. I'm looking at Hamish Brayshaw at 102k. Midfielder from West Coast. It sounds like they're going to give him a game either today or... Not today. Either tomorrow or later on in the season. There's only three rounds left, but they reckon he's going to play. So he's one to look at. For rookies, 102k, so bargain basement. You can use him effectively instead of bringing in a cheap zero if you need it. If you're desperate for cash, you can bring him in and he might actually play a game. We'll talk about primos in a second, but is is there any other rookies we should be jumping on? I mean, Bailey Williams, if he holds his place, he's still pretty cheap, but he's only scored 46 on the weekend from... West Coast, I suspect he's not a buy-in option. Look, at this stage, if you can bring in someone who's playing but won't cost you a lot, they're worth looking at. Who do you jump off at this stage in the season? If you've got trades left, if you're still not full primo, or if you're just shoring up a few things, I mean, you can jump off any of these rookies. Stasevich is still in quite a lot of teams. He's got a bit of cash to make, but, you know, you can jump off these guys early. I've seen people already bloody jumping off you know guys like Scholl guys like Riccardi I don't think there's any danger if you can finish your team do it obviously this week everyone got three trades it is a buy around its best 18 scorers no Collingwood and no Richmond players leads me to my next point can you trade Dustin Martin I think you can I think about a Oh, 150-odd K would get him up to a Max Gorn. I know a lot of people are looking at moving him. I mean, he's had a decent season for us, but 54 on the weekend makes it hard 
to swallow. Moving over to Collingwood, Brody Grundy owners. Now, I said in the article, the Brains Trust article that was uploaded on their old son, the Supercoach News platform, that Brody Grundy to Gorn was a bad move. It'll leave you in tears. I personally still think that. I mean, Gorn is a... Oh, look, he's going to dominate the next three games. There's no doubt about that. But I don't think Brody Grundy's going to not dominate his next two games. But as I say that, as I say that out loud, maybe there's value in trading Brody Grundy. And here's, here's why. I think I'm doing a 180. I think I hadn't thought about it enough. I think I think you're hearing it live on the podcast, a 180. Brody Grundy's in your team. You get a buy this week, and then you get two scores of, let's say, 120 points, 240 points. If Max Gorn's in your team. If you trade him to Max Gorn, if you can do that, if you have the cash to do that, if you trade Brody Grundy to Max Gorn, you then have three weeks, and let's say Max Gorn averages 130. That's 390 points. That puts you up a net 150 points. Suddenly, that trade is a reasonable trade. And yeah, it's best 18 this week, but... I've actually done a complete flip. I think that's a reasonable trade. So sorry to anyone who followed my advice in the article because uh, the math says Brody Grundy to Max Gorn probably makes sense. Now, trades are an issue. If you don't have many trades to spare, if you still haven't upgraded to full primo, then yeah, you probably don't pull this move. But if you've got trades to spare, if you're competing for rank, it's certainly something you can look at. If you're looking at leagues then, yeah, you probably don't need to pull the move. It's, it's really hard to say. But yes, I, I'm rambling here, sorry. I've done a 180. I like that trade. I like Grundy to Gorn for those extra 150 points that are going into your team. Okay, now, if Gorn misses a game or gets injured, you're going to cry. You're going to cry, like I said. Interesting. Changing minds live on the podcast. Stream the Thought podcast, this one. Other players people are jumping off. We're looking at your Zach Williams type players. He's had a couple of spud scores in a row. I personally think if he's your biggest problem, then all the power to trade him out. But if you've got other issues, if you're still not full primo, he's a man that I'm probably holding. Who are you going to trade him to if you're going to trade him? Well, there's a couple of options. you got Jack Scrimshaw. He is on a fire of late. He comes in at... Just under 400k. Um, Let's pull up his stats here. 398k, 3-round average of 100, 5-round average of 90. 91, 93, and 118 in his last three. He's very cheap, but you know who's bloody cheaper. You know who's a bloody better option. You know who is the greatest player to ever pull on the boots in the AFL. It's Daniel Bloody Rich, and he comes in at as crisp $372,000, break-even 55. And guess what? He's coming up against Gold Coast, Sydney, and Carlton. He likes playing against Gold Coast, Sydney, and Carlton. Came back from injury this week after suspension as well, was in there at some point, scored a 99. Mm, what a beautiful human being. Slap him into your sides. He is an attractive beast of a human. On the upper end of the market, of course, in defence, Lloyd, you can't go past if you don't have him. Haynes and Ridley, both at 500k, both very cheap. Haynes is probably the one I'm taking over Ridley. I just like I just like Haynes a lot. I like Haynes a lot. He's only had 
two scores below 96 this year, 67 and a 75. He's been an absolute mega beast in defense, whereas Ridley has dropped below 90 a couple of three times. So, you know, it's it's bloody bloody half a dozen of one and and 12 of the other or whatever that awful whatever the saying is. I'm not I'm not great at the sayings. If you do have a John Noble and you're still looking to upgrade to the final spot on your side, I think you can afford to trade him. But he is coming off a really decent stretch of games, 89, 76, 57, 87, 112. He's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful little player. You could do worse than have him on field is what I'm saying. Let's move in to the midfield. Look, guys, it's kind of difficult to to do this stream of consciousness podcast because I haven't seen any of the teams. We've only seen North Melbourne and Port Adelaide. And, well, we're moving in the midfield. Obviously, Travis Boak is a very good option now. He's They've had their buy. He's in a reasonable vein of form. Likes playing against teams lower down on the ladder. Will like playing against North Melbourne tonight. He's won that we should all be looking at. Jack Steele, another player coming off the buy, 600k if you can invest that much. Hugh Greenwood, 499k forward mid swing coming off the buy as well. These are all guys you can get and decide and be pretty bloody comfortable. Nathaniel 5-5 is life, 132 on the weekend. The cost of Brayshaw, really, Brayshaw barely was on the field, it felt like. Nat Fife stood up to the challenge and pumped out a 132. You can get him at a cool 540k, $111,000 cheaper than his starting price. He's one that should be on everybody's lips for that final midfield spot. Obviously, Patrick Dangerfield coming back from there by. If you don't have him, he's another option. He tends to... Ooh, he's just starting to heat up, it feels like. Jared Lyons, another one that... I'm seeing a lot of people talking about Jared Lyons scored 138 on the weekend. But, geez, hasn't his season been remarkable? He's only dropped below 100 on three occasions. In fact, he's only dropped below 114 on three occasions. <laughs> Who would have bloody picked that? You can get him into your side at 575k. He's a beautiful little pot option to finish off those sides. In terms of cheaper players, I mean, we mentioned... Hamish Brayshaw earlier. You've got you could look at Jared Berry as well. He's a cheap option. People are jumping on him. 133 and 141 over his last two. 484k. He's probably not one I'm taking the risk on. But you know, at this stage in the season, we've got to do whatever we can to get the sides, our sides up and running. Trying to win a couple of leagues. Trying to move a couple of ranks. Took Miller, he's one of my favourite potential buy-in options this week. He's had a great, great year, averaging 107. He's only 510k. Can you believe that? Averaging 107. And comes up against Brisbane, Collingwood, and Hawthorne over the remaining three. Look, he's had a fantastic year. Only dropped below 104 times. One was a 98. Just, Just a gun, just a little gun up on the Gold Coast. And then finally, the final one I'll mention is Sam Walsh. Foz Daddy spoke about him on the pod last week, and guess what? He came out and did a 132. That's why Foz is the best in the business. If you're looking at cheaper, really cheaper options, I know a few people might be still floating around with Chad Wingard. He 
put out a half decent score for us in the last round. He's 360k. I mean, if you're a bold man, James Harms, <laughs> James Harms turned up on the weekend, or or lady or person, bold lady person. And if you're crazy, and I and I and I and I do mean that, if you're crazy, you could look at you could look at Jack Siebel. If you wanted to get someone in this right now before the first game of the round, Jack Siebel, he's still got a break in of 195. He's going to drop about another 50k at least, probably. Probably more, probably 60k. But he's only 350k, you know. We've seen him average 90s before, we've seen him pump out some scores. Obviously, he's just as likely to pump out a 20. Up to you, I'm not going near him. But I'm just trying to offer some some cheaper options, because I know some people out there are desperate, they're scrambling, they're scraping to get the cash. But I think, look, I think, you know, probably know if you're listening who you're going for. You're going for a Primo, you're going for a Primo who... He isn't from Richmond and Collingwood, and that's basically all you're trying to do at this stage. The Rucks, we've talked about Goldstein's playing, O'Brien's playing, Gorn is... Well, he's not playing, is he? He's dominating, and we've, we've spoken about him already. The forward line, yeah, oh, there's plenty of options. Do you hold a Christian Petrarca? Of course, averaging 115 for the year. Robbie Gray's form starting to return. Toby Green posted a decent game on the weekend. Jai Simkin plays tonight for those owners who don't have him if they're looking for a step down in terms of price and output. Uh, but Darcy Parrish is an interesting one to me, 480k. His move to the midfield seems to be working, hasn't dropped below 91 in the last five weeks. He's reasonably cheap and, cheap and gives you some flexibility. Primos are primos in the forward line. Like, it's lucky Whitfield or Bust just about, but and Tom Hawkins you could throw in there. Andy Brayshaw, once again, his score is completely tied to Tybon on ground, so I'm holding him if I've got him. Jake Riccardi, we already spoke about. Look, if it gets you to full primo, not opposed to trading him out. I know he's got plenty of cash to make, but we're kind of limited in the forward line this year. We always are, it feels like. What do you, I mean, what do you want to What do you want to say? Like, if you haven't completed your forward line, get, <laughs> get the best player you can. I know that's obvious. I'm not against trading Dustin Martin out at all. I don't. I don't mind that one bit. Uh, if you've stuck fat with him all year, but if you've got holes to patch, you need to make sure you're trading him for a reason. You 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 can't just be trading him sideways. You need to be trading him to generate cash to upgrade somewhere else. Well, community, look, it's really tough to sort of it's to sort of do this one. Um, you know, Devin Smith owners, you'd be bloody happy if you're still at him. I, I don't. I binned him a long, 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 long time ago because he was a spud. Yeah, what else do I say, community? Like, it's an interesting one, these doing these stream of thought podcasts, particularly doing them without any data, without any information, without any even knowing who's bloody playing this round. Makes life very difficult. I guess we could talk about some captaincy options because Lockie Neal has fa- failed to fire at his level over the last couple of games. I mean, it's hard to be disappointed with a 113, yet here we are disappointed. My, my picks for captaincy options this round, you'd be looking at Clayton Oliver. He averages 127 against Fremantle. You'd be looking at Nat Fife. He bloody dominates every time he plays Melbourne, it seems. You're looking at Titch. 
Cripps, I'm concerned against Sydney. I'm concerned that he's not going to play, so that's one to watch. Generally, guys, I think, guys, girls, gentlemen, ladies, people, I think we've learned that slap a VC on one of your Ruckman and go for a primo captain like a Jack Steele or something with your C if you're not comfortable with going a Lockie Neal. I mean, it's it's not rocket science. It's uh, pick the good players. Well, look, community, I'm going to have to wrap it up there. I'm sorry that this wasn't much of a podcast, not much content here, not many answers questioned. No, questions answered, I'm sure. But, hey, if you want to check out the shirts, go to puntlife.store. There's a Jock Reynolds drop-down menu. We've got some pretty sick designs for all the teams out there. If your team isn't up there, message us, and we'll make sure it goes live. Look after yourselves, community. Watch team lists. Try not to do your trades too early. Do them as late as you possibly can. Keep an eye on the website, jockwindles.com.au, because we are uploading articles every single day to guide you through all of the rookies and captaincy options that you should be looking at. Plus, share the love. If you're listening still, give us a a like or a rating on the podcast, Apple iTunes. We'd love to get a rating. And before we go, I'd be neglect. Neglect? It'd be neglect? It wouldn't be good if I forgot to mention this great man. Trigger Happy and the Isolators are back with another huge AFL parody. This one is called COVID Cash, and I'll I'll drop a little bit of that in the end here. Head to the website to check them out, or head to their YouTube channel. You can look up the Isolators on YouTube, or look up the song COVID Cash. They do a great job. That's community men- member Trigger Happy. All right, community, that'll do me. Oh, I love you. I'm going to leave you. Go Blues. Look after yourself. I was working on my tan one sunny day When the boss he rang and said I must pay I thought he was crazy, so out of line But all he did was issue the fine Pay us the cash, pay us the COVID cash cash. That's quite a stash We need the cash We need the COVID cash We need the cash You've done your dash The kids went to the theme park for a play When the boss who rang and said, I must pay I said, we're sorry, it was a simple mistake But all he gave me was a massive bank. Pay us the cash. Pay us the COVID cash. The COVID cash. That's quite a stash. We need the cash. We need the COVID cash. We need the cash. You've done your dash. A friendly game of tennis is surely okay. When the boss he rang and said, I must pay. We made fun of others, made such a fuss. Now we've been hit by the all-comer bus. Pay us the cash. Pay us the COVID cash. The COVID cash. That's quite a stash. We need the cash. We need the COVID cash. We need the cash. You've done your dash. Pay us the cash. Pay us the COVID cash. The COVID cash. That's quite a stash. We need the cash. We need the COVID cash. We need the cash. You've done your dash. For anyone that steps out of line, all you will get is a rather large fine. You must follow the rules. 
Devils are there for a reason So the AFL can finish the season It's not what the boss, he wants to hear Maybe a fine will summon some fear At your own peril, do the wrong thing As the AFL coffers go ching ching